Hey, welcome to Sports Dev Series. We're yours truly again. Thank you for joining me. Um, not a fan of monologues, but decided to do one today uh, about the, the development that we'll get into. But before I jump into all this, um, Sports Dev Series is brought to you by Arewa Baobab Fruit Powder. Um, one of the most nutritious substances in the world. It's fruit powder taken from the baobab trees in Nigeria. Um, high in antioxidants, vitamin C, fiber. Definitely needed during this pandemic period. Okay, so let's jump into it. Uh, today, just kind of want to chat about uh, Salisu Yusuf, who is the assistant coach to Nigeria's Team A for soccer team A, and then he's the um, head coach for the team B. Um, just got rehired and got his old position back. Uh, why is it his old position? Um, so Salisu Yusuf was had this position a couple of years ago. I would say about maybe three years ago. Um, he was caught on camera by an investigative journalist taking money from two agents. Um, they had a meeting, they gave him cash, he happily took it, and he was caught on camera. So the embarrassment and then the domino effect of this video forced the Nigerian Federation to suspend him for three years. He also paid a $5,000 fee. Um, and most people thought he would never get his job back. That was it. He's, he was done. You know, he was finished. He didn't, he, it was over with. Uh, they were going to hire a new person for that position, which didn't happen. And fast forward to present day now, three years later, Salisu Yusuf has his old job back. Yeah, he's head coach of Team B and he's assistant coach for Team A to the head coach of Team A, uh, which is Jonat Rohr. Now, a lot of people probably, you know, who are familiar with the Nigerian space wouldn't be surprised about this at all. You know, the impunity of such a thing happening and him coming back. Um, oh, before I even go there. So, Salis Yusuf, the understanding is he um, his explanation to being caught on camera taking cash from agents was that it was a gift. It was totally harmless. It had no impact on his decision-making uh, as far as players are concerned, even though these agents had players that were on his team. So that was his explanation. So anyways, he gets his job back and now he's back on the team on the eve of some key World Cup qualifiers um, that would be needed to, to, to kind of proceed to the next round of qualifiers for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar next year. So he's back and some people ask why should anyone care that this happened? Well, I'll tell you why. And there are a couple of reasons. First of all, it destroys the credibility of the game and the NFF. But let's start with the NFF. It destroys the credibility of the NFF. Um, if anyone familiar with Nigerian space will understand that the perception out there and the stereotype out there is that this federation um, is not the most um, ethical uh, in the world and that there are issues 
related to money we've seen situations of players protesting cash um during world cups during qualifiers um and all these things and so the the federation is on this consistent struggle with its image and how to protect its image how to make sure that it is perceived and respected as an upstanding federation that does the right thing that has a strong ethical values that makes sure players and coaches earn positions because of their work well with this development here you have to ask yourself did the Nigerian Federation do itself any justice in bringing this guy back justice as it relates to its credibility did it I mean that's a question that anyone could take a look at and see you know there have been attempts to have this federation clean up. There was an audit done by PricewaterhouseCoopers to show that its books were clean. Um, so when, you, when you're trying to do all these things, and then there's this constant perception locally and internationally that, you're, you, that the federation is corrupt. And then you go ahead and bring back a coach for a key position um, that was caught on camera, on camera, taking money. He calls it a gift. Some people call it a bribe from agents that had players on his team. So that's the first thing. The credibility of the Federation is, 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 um, is at risk. Second piece is the the integrity of the game. Now, the, the question is the integrity of the game for someone that is the coach of the national team, um, and he does this because if this guy was to take cash from agents under the claim that it was just a gift, okay, what's to say he won't take cash to throw a game? To, to make sure that there's a certain spread that's met, to make sure, you know, what's to say he doesn't take cash from gambling entities who have a lot of discretionary income to throw away. If you're taking cash from agents, you're taking gifts. Okay, let's assume it was a gift. Let's just assume it was a gift. You took a gift. Now, will that gift influence your decision to act in favor of the people who gave you the gift. <laughs> right? So I don't even know what I'm more upset about. The fact that he did this or the fact that the NFF brought him, the Federation brought him back and gave him his opposition back. Three years later, hoping no one will notice. And by the way, you know, everyone may have forgotten about this. Yeah, they did it. So this guy, the second point being is the integrity of the game is that, okay, well, how do we know certain games where they play and, you know, they look like crap and they lose or they draw? How do we know it's not being influenced? We don't. 
that's the next thing and then moving forward how do we know now that he's gotten his position back that the players that are going to play for the team B are all there on merit all these guys are going to have agents as well they're going to be looking for an edge on how to get their players on the team right I mean it's just it's it's yeah it's baffling to think that they would just take this guy three years later and say hey here's your position you you, you served three years and you paid a five thousand fine you're good take your old job back no that's not how this works you know there are other things that if he had done that he had paid a fine and served a three-year suspension fine not taking cash gifts from people who have an interest to see their players on the team and then you bring him back and give him the same position no this is zero tolerance this sort of thing he should be gone period gone not brought back find a coach that has some integrity and put him in that position anyways so the next piece there is uh yeah yeah it discourages hard work and 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 you know talent development because let's be honest this isn't the first time we've heard this all right former marseille left back former nigerian international taiwo taiwo came out openly and said hey this happened during his career frequently people would coaches would say pay me or you don't play and according to him a lot of guys paid you know a lot of guys paid so, so so according to what he was saying there seems to be a subculture where this is a thing where players that want to represent their country that have the talent to play for any of the top clubs in the world and want to represent their country have to pay someone so they could get a shot how does that even make any sense but this is what's happening there's a history behind this and if that's happening why should an athlete coming up that has decent talent but can get better why should he get better when he knows that there's a possibility that the coach for that team can be given a little cash and he will play him when he's gone through that at the club level and he knows it exists at a national level what's the incentive for putting in work sharpening your skills your talent why would he do that this doesn't make any sense i mean so it's almost like these coaches that do these things are actively poisoning the development of the game in their home countries now we already talked about the integrity of the game so this is the thing this is going on it's it's not stopped and and um you know we're gonna watch this space and come the world cup next year if nigeria qualifies that is we'll see salisu yusuf standing there on the sideline as the as the assistant coach and it, it'd be like this never happened you know so it's uh disturbing on so many fronts um haven't really done monologues 
not my thing, but this year I had to address and um, hasn't been bad. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening uh, and uh, check us out. Check out our other episodes and um, more to come. Love you. Bye.